Hello, my name is Rick, the founder of Real People USA, and you're listening to the Real People USA podcast. We have three items that we normally focus on on the Real People USA podcast. Number one, we love to talk about business and capitalism and how everyone should have uh, access to small business ownership or improve their existing business. Two, we love to promote political candidates and help them boost their potential to, to win using the podcast format. And three, we talk about situational issues or we have guests talk about situational issues that are in the Republican space. So today's podcast episode is titled, Are Hollywood People Really That Progressive or Did They All Sign Packs with Hollywood Devils? And I know that's quite a mouthful to say, you know, it's kind of controversial, but uh, hopefully people will understand the point I'm trying to make and how I could be telling um, or how I could be pretty close to something uh, being truthful. So just imagine for a moment, you leave Sioux City, Iowa for Los Angeles looking to get into the movie industry. Maybe you have a degree in film and entertainment. Maybe you have performed on stage in local plays and perhaps appeared in some commercials. Whatever, whatever people do, I don't really know. I mean, I'm not a, a, a Hollywood person. I'm not a person who can uh, act worth a damn. I'm not good at acting. So I'm not sure um, how that process works, but I do know that some people have these uh, resumes where they've done commercials as kids and they've done stage plays in, in high school, maybe some college um, film and entertainment, uh, Shakespeare type stuff in college. And and soon they get recognized and, and voila, they're in Hollywood. So I'm just painting a picture of men and women leaving their places of birth across the U.S. and, and perhaps somewhere around the world and their goal is to make it big as a movie star. Now, when I worked in corporate America in Los Angeles, I used to have lunch and dinner in Burbank, West Los Angeles, Manhattan Beach, and Santa Monica after meeting with clients. And I used to go to restaurants, and um, when I went to these restaurants, I would meet workers from just about every city in the United States, and again, uh, some from different countries and they're all looking to get their big break into the movie industry and I used to ask restaurant workers uh, with East Coast, Midwest and Southern accents what brought them to Los Angeles some would say being accepted at UCLA or USC you know, as college students and many would say they were looking to get roles whether big or small in the movie industry. Some of the people looking to work in Hollywood were in their early 20s and some were older, maybe in their 30s. See, it didn't matter to them about their ages. Working in Hollywood was the goal and they were determined to get their big break. Now here's what's funny. I typically dressed in a suit and tie when working in Los Angeles because I was meeting with companies 
and discussing their healthcare benefits. So I was meeting with employers and and uh, HR managers. Every so often, people would think that I had a connection within the movie industry. So people in the restaurants and bars would tell me they would see me dressed up in a suit and they would start conversations uh, about them having scripts and that they were trying to meet with uh, big directors, uh, like a director like uh, Martin uh, Scorsese. And I'll just tell you, I have to admit that these people were aggressive in trying to get their foot in the door in the movie industry. And I applaud their efforts because they were trying to pursue their lifelong dreams and ambitions. My next thoughts about people after they get access to working in Hollywood are all conjecture and theory. And this is the part where I may be close or I may be far away, but it's a theory and it's it might even border conjecture because I have very little evidence about what I think happens to people once they become actors and you know musicians and, and they make it big in Hollywood in the film and entertainment industry. Now I do know one person who had access to the Playboy Mansion owned by Hugh Hefner. She used to tell me that young Hollywood wannabes, mainly women, had to attend parties to network with Hollywood bigwigs. My friend, whom I've known since 2004, told me that women of all ages, and on actually on the young end of the scale, were in and out of the Playboy Mansion like a revolving door. And these women were not at the Playboy Mansion for Bible study. Just want to say they were they were not there for Bible study. They were not there to crochet and knit sweaters or do any quilting. Okay, so my friend became best friends with a well-known Hollywood actress whose life did not end well at the sunset period of her career. A common ending for Hollywood female stars is drug addiction, multiple marriages, uh, abortions, and major mental health issues. Just imagine at 42 years old, veteran women actresses are no longer starring in big name movies because a 20-something woman is now what's happening, is now what's hot. Suppose these 42-year-old women have been in film and entertainment since the age of 14. Now they no longer have star appeal, nor look good in booty shorts like the 20-something women. So even though my friend did not work directly in the Hollywood movie industry, she has some mental scars from living their life in the Hollywood social sets. But my thoughts are how do these people become so progressive in their views after a number of years working in Hollywood? And are these progressive viewpoints authentic or artificial? And maybe these views are just artificial just to get along with and get paid by movie industry employers. My opinion is these viewpoints Hollywood actors and big name musicians have begin as artificial. The Hollywood movie producers want the actors to be against Republicans or Trump or conservatives or Christians. So actors are told to speak against mainstream America views. When you think about it, how hard can it be for the Hollywood industrial complex to say to an actor 
and let's say the actor is Joe and they say, Joe, I want you to do a commercial or, or post something on Facebook or Twitter about how you support alternative lifestyles. If Joe says no, Joe never makes another movie again. If Joe says yes, Joe stars in another box office hit and makes $5 million plus royalties. You see, Joe's willingness to acquiesce to his Hollywood employer's demand to promote progressive ideas would be no different than a medical doctor working as an employee at a big medical center telling his or her patients that getting a COVID-19 vaccine is the right thing to do. I know that's a very timely subject, isn't it? So Joe bowing to his employer's demand would be no different than a Republican member of Congress accepting Chinese money to support an economic policy contrary and harmful to the American economy and our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And what if there is even a darker side to Hollywood actors being held hostage by their Hollywood employers? What if the Hollywood industrial complex tells actors that they must promote progressive ideologies or else? Some may say, or else what? Maybe Hollywood actors had to do something, something very against their personal moral codes to get the starring role in the movies. Hollywood has a big megaphone. There are millions of television cameras and backdoor access to progressive liberal news organizations. I think anything is possible. What other explanation is plausible for red-blooded Americans looking for honest work in the movie and film industry to suddenly turn their backs on their country? So do you agree or disagree? Hopefully you agree. If you don't disagree, that's fine. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast episode. My name is Rick, the founder of Real People USA. Make it a great day.